Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome to Arizona Good Business Radio, connecting leaders together to have conversations about building strong local communities through doing good business. I'm your host, Thomas Barr, Vice President of Local First Arizona. We are a statewide organization advocating for and celebrating locally owned businesses. We are the largest local business coalition in North America and raise awareness of the benefits of building a strong local economy. Our hope is to inspire more companies to do good business by highlighting local businesses that are building a better Arizona. Today, we are joined by Kendall Taylor, the executive director of health and wellness services at Valley Schools Management Group. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Excited to be here. Awesome. Well, let's start out hearing a little bit about you, hearing a little bit about Valley Schools. Local First has been proud to partner with you for several years now, and it's always just great to have commonality with other organizations doing great work in the community. And I know personally, we've really valued the opportunity to kind of connect in that Venn diagram, if you will, on just building better Arizona through health and wellness in general, right? We can't have a great state if people aren't healthy and, and, and doing good things. So would love to hear more about the organization, how long you've been there, how long you've been involved. Good question. So I've been doing health and wellness now for over 15 years, and I've been with Valley Schools Management Group for about eight years now and was really brought on to really bring on wellness and health services and just do a deep dive into how can we help this population. Mm -hmm. Valley Schools is a consultant. We also do insurance. But as a part of that, we care so deeply about the individual employees that we knew we needed to create a wellness program to help them on their individual health journey. So that's why we started our health and wellness program. And we started with one myself. And then we have now a big crew that works with all of our um, clients. We call them our members. Okay. And we work with primarily public entities in Arizona doing health and wellness programs for them. So primarily school districts and cities and municipalities in Arizona. Amazing. Yeah. That's like something that generally you wouldn't think maybe even existed until you learned about the company. So that's really cool. Yeah. What has the growth or the the journey been like over the years? Obviously, you, you talked to it being maybe only one of you before and now you've grown. What has the focus been of, of the organization in that time? We've started just with looking at it from really a more root cause approach. And so we started off with, you know, your basic wellness program, getting your points for doing walking and challenges and annual wellness exams and things like that. But we just felt like we needed to do more with it. And that's uh, when we linked up with Local Arizona first and said, we need to do some more with promoting local businesses within Arizona, supporting all of our local farms in Arizona, getting this produce out to all the people that we work with here Mm -hmm. and letting them know the health benefits of what that can really do for you. And so we've taken more of this kind of root cause approach and really knowing that lifestyle can affect these, you know, chronic diseases that we're starting to see more of. Right. Uh, And we like to say that while you may be genetically predisposed, your genes are really the gun, but lifestyle is the trigger. Mm. So lifestyle is really is what gonna is what's gonna turn that on for you. And we know part of that is really influenced by your movement, but also by nutrition, stress. So we really focus on those things. And it's been been such a great partnership with local Arizona First while promoting all the things that 
people have access to here in Arizona. That's awesome. And as you talk about and as you think about the last few years, I know you mentioned like getting food out into the community and that kind of stuff. Right during the middle of the pandemic, one of the coolest stories I remember seeing and literally vivid photos that I can remember in my mind is when we partnered with you to get food boxes out in the community right in the heat of of the pandemic. I, th- I feel like it was either like August or September. State was still shut down, really didn't know what was going on still, um, you know, a heightened sense of the pandemic. And we pivoted and shifted with you and were able to go out into the community and make sure that people were fed. Do you remember that story? And, and can, can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah. So the program, that wellness program that we put on, we, if you get to a certain point in the program, if you finish your program, we offer uh, CSA boxes to our groups. And so right. the pandemic hit and we just thought, we can't stop now. Let's figure how to, out how to get this local produce out to those people and let's do it safely. And so we never stopped, but we got a big uh, food truck. We mm-hmm. planted it in front of our business and we reached out to all of the folks that had participated in our wellness program and had them come out and pick up the produce. And And they really loved it. We loved it. And then we do have a registered dietitian that works with us. And she put together some really cool recipe cards with the produce that we got from the local cool. farms here. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. One of those great just memories and ways that we saw different organizations getting creative about showing up for people in the community. So that was really cool. Well, I want to go back to kind of generally you were talking about what you do as an organization. We're seeing and hearing all the time different companies implementing health and wellness programs, different initiatives. There's a lot of talk about it. But what would you say are kind of right now the the top trends or things that businesses, if you're a business listening, um, uh, that whether it's a corporation or a small business or medium-sized business, what are the top things that they're implementing right now from a health and wellness perspective within their companies? Yeah, that's a good question. I think mental health really is kind of a big thing that most employers are looking at or should be looking at. And they're really trying to identify how do we combat some of this burnout that people have really experienced over the last couple of years and make it just a better place to be at work. And so mental health is a big one that I think employers are looking at. The other things that I think people are starting to talk more in regards to trends is gut health. That's obviously a big one. We're talking about kind of that being your command center. And Mm. so we're looking more at programs that can help support the gut health and talking about more nutrition programs, how to eat locally, seasonally. And then I'd say the, the other big topic that employers are probably looking at is isolation. It's something that became so prominent during the pandemic. And they used to say sitting is the new smoking, but now we're seeing isolation is the new smoking. Mm. So we're seeing higher morbidity rates due to isolation now than smoking. And so finding a way to connect again in a post-pandemic world is really crucial. Just so many thoughts from that, right? Like, and I think that we can all hear that and say, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense, right? There's, there's, it almost feels sometimes like you're, you're battling every, every battle at the same time. And, the, and now there's another massive one, especially as an employer, to think about how to address, right? So if you are a business, if you are a company thinking, how can I provide resources? How can I make sure I'm contributing to the health and well-being of our people? 
what are steps that that you can take right um is it <clears throat> is it the the right thing to to ask is you know what are the what are the things that businesses should be doing or should be thinking about for the health and wellness of their staff that's such a great question and the very first one we always say is hear what they have to say mm-hmm. that's the best thing that you can do in whatever format that might be whether you're talking to them or you're surveying them but the best thing that an employer can do is just first off hear what they want hear what they need for us coming from kind of a health and wellness perspective, the other thing we like to do is we like to look at the medical uh, medical information. So mm-hmm. working with the medical carrier that you have, getting aggregate data, kind of seeing what's going on, what are the chronic conditions. And then once you have those two pieces, you've heard what they want, you've seen what's going on, that's when you can really start looking at programs that can help with those and start vetting those programs. Cool. And then I would say the last piece of that is whatever you do implement, getting leadership involved. So leadership is so important. Once they start to see, you know, that their leaders are doing this, they're more likely to participate. And it really just makes a, a culture of wellness in the organization. Sure. Love that. Love that. And are there, I guess, um, any really good examples of companies on creative things they've done or innovative things they're, they are doing? Yeah, we have one of the the groups that we work with recently just put in a dedicated mental health therapist that's free. Wow for their employees, all employees, part-time, full-time. They have access to them at any time. And so that's been so great. And I would say the feedback we've heard from them is just they're so happy that their employer heard them and put something in for them to help them. Mm -hmm. So that's been a really great thing that we've seen. And the counselor is actually part of their professional development days. They're doing trainings, but they're kind of seeing what's going on within the culture of that company. And really figuring out what things can we do with them? What tools can we offer for them? Sure. And I would only imagine, I mean, that's really great to hear. I would only imagine businesses that are taking those proactive steps and doing those things and just doing anything are going to be solving their own challenges that they may be having, whether that's recruiting staff, retaining staff, building good environments and cultures you know, these are all the things that we hear from local first perspective that businesses are struggling with is how can I find people to work or how can I keep people with my organization? It's almost like, well, if you look at the, you know, the issues or the problems from a broader perspective, you might be able to solve your own challenges as a company. Are you seeing some of that as well? Absolutely. You know, especially within the the school districts, we are seeing some turnover and we know there's, you know, what we call the great resignation, where we know almost yeah. half of all employees are going to find a new job this coming year. And so what we found is that we have to offer a really robust benefits plan as a retention tool and really listen to them and figure out what it is it what is it that they need and how can we help them get there and what programs can we put in place for them? Sure. Very cool. Well, we'd love to talk more a little bit about partnering with Local First and like how that has been important to you and what you found in working with us as an organization has been has been ideal for you and where you found value. I feel like we first sat down maybe five or six years ago and here we are now and um, would love to learn a little bit more about why that was important to you as an organization yourself. Yeah, so I think from an organizational perspective, it was so important just because we know how much we work within our community and we know that our community, not only do we have food deserts going on, but we have so many farms around here that I think are being underutilized. And we know that the nutrition and the things that we put in our body can greatly affect how we feel, 
how sick we can become. Mm-hmm. And so we we knew that we needed to get involved. We even went so far at one point, which I would love to do in the future some more, where we were getting involved. We mainly work with the the employees of the schools and the municipalities, but we'd love to someday get more involved with the kiddos and start working more with Blue Watermelon Project, getting our yeah. local chefs out there with the farm. So, yeah, so we want to do more, but that's really where the passion laid. And for me, I know from a personal perspective, I grew up in California and mm. I, you know, we went to the farmer's market every Thursday night. That was our thing. That's where we met up. And so it was just something that was so important to me. And I, it's so normal to go get some produce. And, and so we knew we needed to somehow, how do we, how do we take the farmer's market and expand it to all the lives that we work he, with here in Arizona and let them know about all the amazing resources and businesses and farms that we have access to. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Well, want to take another step back, back to kind of the, the approach that, that you take to implementing health and wellness pro- programs. So could you talk to us a little bit about what Valley Schools, uh, what differentiates you from other health and wellness programs? Is there anything you, any unique approach you take, any unique analysis that you have as you approach uh, the school district that you're working within or, or the individuals that you're working with? What kind of sets you apart and what's different? Yeah, I think that one of the neat things is because we work with public entities, that's kind of kind of our expertise now. And so we know them really well. We know how they function. And we also are seeing what's going on there. And so we have just this direct sight of how we can help, what we can do, how do we implement that. And I think when we look at how we're we're different, we are just, we're so hands-on. So we're out there. We know the teachers. We know the staff. We know everyone. And we're trying to listen and learn and really implement programs that we think are going to be effective and that can create and elicit some of the change that they want to see and that we want to see. Very cool. And I think that the medical system as we know it, I think, is a little bit broken. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we're profiting off of people that are sick, unfortunately. Yeah. And so we're trying to figure out how to change that and how we can provide education and tools to those employees to feel empowered to be able to take control of their health and, you know, take those next steps and feel really confident that, you know, I know that I can do this and I know I don't have to have this condition forever. I can I can do this and I'm being supported by this program. Yeah. And do you see from your perspective in the industry that you work in, um, are we turning a curb at all with transitioning from a system that helps people when they're sick rather than positions them to be well and, and healthy in their lives? Do you see any progress in that space just in general? I I do. And I, I see it more so on the education side of the people. I think we're getting more educated. I think with social media and the ability to access information, we're starting to see that there are alternative ways to treat things. Yeah. And I think people are feeling more confident with asking their physicians, hey, I'd like to try this a little differently. How can you help me with that? So sure. I am seeing a little bit of a difference there and I'm really excited about it. And we just want to support that movement. That's positive. That's really positive to hear. Well, obviously, um, going hand in hand with um, health and wellness is the food that we eat, the food that we intake. You talked about the farmer's market. We talked about the CSA boxes, all that kind of stuff. Where are your favorite places that source local ingredients, source local food? Do you have any favorite restaurants or any places around town that you encourage people to go to and that you frequent very often? 
You know, it's so funny that you asked that because, yes, I have a ton. Um, <laughs> I live really close um, to South Mountain, so we go to the farm oh, yeah. over there with the family, let the kids run yeah. like crazy. And I also listened to a podcast you guys did with Pachamama. We love Pachamama. I love and, them, yeah. You know, it's been a goal of ours from an organizational perspective where if we do take our districts out to eat or if we're going out to meetings, we're trying to find those businesses that are local and source local if possible. So. Yeah. We go to, we have a couple um, of our school districts where um, some of them are vegan and Pachamama, let's go. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Well, it's so great to hear the work you're doing in the community, how you are advancing the conversation regarding what employers need to do, whether or not they work directly with you or not, right? I think just in having these conversations, we are moving the needle in making sure that health and wellness is prioritized just in general, even if we're talking outside of the workplace, right? And so we just want to thank you for all the work that you do. If you are a business out there or if you maybe are a school district and, and you're not currently working with Valley Schools, is there an opportunity for people or, or businesses or companies or districts to connect with you to potentially work with you? Yeah, absolutely. They can reach out to us. Our website is vsmg.org. If they're interested in learning more, we work with public entities in Arizona, and we are happy to just meet and discuss what things that they're looking for and point them in the right direction. Awesome. Love it. Any final thoughts, anything that I didn't ask you, anything to share with our listeners today based on this topic or based on what you do at, at Valley Schools? I would say that one of the things we didn't talk about that we do is we work closely with you guys on the Devour gift cards. And yeah. so for businesses out there that are looking for some ideas on how to provide different incentives to their employees for whatever that might be recognition or being healthy. The Devour gift cards has been so fun for us. And so it's something that we'll continue to do with you guys. And those Devour gift cards, we get a bunch and we give them out to employees around Arizona for participating in our wellness program. And those Devour gift cards can go towards restaurants around the Valley that source local food. So yeah. again, just another thing that we do that's super fun for us that connects back to local Arizona first. Love it. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Um, this coming weekend actually is the return of our Devour Culinary Classic at Desert Botanical Garden, where a lot of those businesses participate in. And it was one of those things, again, talking back to the pandemic, we weren't even sure if that was ever going to come back, right? We think three years ago, the state that restaurants were in, and just to know that you've continued to support them is awesome to hear. So that's awesome. Well, we hope you were inspired today listening to a leader working to leave a legacy right here in Arizona through doing good business. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Phoenix Business Radio X, for hosting us and all of our legacy partners, including Valley Schools. So, Kendall, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. This is Thomas Barr from Local First Arizona reminding you that if we want to build a better place, we need to connect deeply with the local businesses that make us proud to call this place our home. <laughs>